Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Tuesday, the popular Nick Wright, Fox Sports First Things First, will join us and probably take a flamethrower to the Nets, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. To win an NBA title, I think a lot of people believe that you need veteran talent. And to a certain extent, I guess that's true. It's hard to trust a young player to lead you to a title when they get to the postseason. But that hasn't slowed down some of the younger players in round one. Anthony Edwards, Jordan Poole, Brandon Ingram, Tyrese Maxey, they've made an impact in the first round. And historically, it's tough for young players to accomplish something when they get into the postseason. But uh, athletes are beginning to get elite-level coaching at a much earlier age. Look at uh, Nasser Cunningham. He is the number one overall recruit for the 2024 recruiting class. He's decided to commit to the overtime elite developmental program. So that gives him access to top tier coaching at a very young age. I don't know what his development's going to be like, but he's going to go in and be a semi pro or be a pro. And he's part of the 2024 recruiting class. And maybe this year's NBA playoffs are a sneak peek at the potential impact of these young players, what they can have as they move forward. We tend to uh, skew to the veteran players. Uh, you know, when you get deeper into the postseason, the younger players are going to act like younger players. But, you know, factor this in as well. Brandon Ingram has been in the NBA, I think, six years. He's 24. <laughs> Jason Tatum, he's, what, 25? This is where you go back to a previous generation. Guys were coming into the NBA at 22 and 23. Now they're coming in at 18. So when you start to look at them in the maturation process, normally it would be if you got into the league at 22, 23, you might start to mature and show that greatness when you're 27, 28. I mean, Michael Jordan was 23 in his rookie year. 
Larry Bird, who went to Indiana and then he sat out a year, then went to Indiana State. Larry was probably 23, 24 when he got into the NBA. And it's just a different process of what you have. These young players coming in, but they get a lot of playing time at an early age, a young age. So I think you have to look at these younger players differently than we have in the past. What happened last night? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Tatum had 29. Jalen Brown added 22 as uh, the Celtics beat the Nets, sweeping Brooklyn in the first round. Kevin Durant lost in the first round for the first time since 2010. That was his first playoff series. He had won nine consecutive first-round series prior to this year. Sounded like a stat of the day stat there, Mark. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? stat of the day. Stop. Here is Kevin Durant talking about the chemistry that they tried to develop in Brooklyn. So it's a lot of stuff that happened throughout the series that just didn't work in our favor. And But I like the way... Uh, we tried to come together towards the end of the season and salvage what was lost, you know, with guys being injured, guys being traded, just, you know, so once we finally got together, we had a mission and wanted to make the playoffs and see what kind of noise we can make. And we didn't make any noise, but we got to the playoffs. Oh, you made noise. It was called thud. That's the noise that you made as you fell to earth there. Kyrie Irving, in case you're uh, curious what he felt about uh, this season, uh, he said that uh, a lot of us were haters with the Nets. You know, I know so many um, people wanted to see us fail at this juncture, you know, picked us as contenders and, you know, have so much to say at this point. So I'm just using, using that as fuel for the summer. You know, hopefully we don't run into any barriers and we could just start fresh, you know, be realistic with our own expectations uh, and, and live with our team results rather than, um, you know, be in the polarization of, of kind of the media scrum and having our names be dragged, you know, for a series that um, naturally happens in people's careers, you know. Definitely um, exciting to have this motivation going into the summertime now. Okay. I don't want to see the Nets out of the playoffs. I don't know who he's talking about. To me, it's good TV. Did you need motivation to win? So now you have motivation in the offseason? Are you haters out there? Did he say this three months ago? I'd love to have the Nets in the playoffs. I'd love to be able to see KD. How about you prove everybody wrong this year? Because you had haters because, you know, your stance on getting vaccinated and what that was doing to your team and your good buddy, Kevin Durant. But you chose that. KD chose Steve Nash to be his head coach. You guys were okay with James Harden coming in. Then you were okay with him going out. And you were okay with Ben Simmons coming in. You guys, you know, apparently were okay with bringing in Blake Griffin, who's a year younger than I am, I think. Yeah, Seaton. People do seem to be taking a victory lap today, though, for some reason. I have, I have no animosity towards them. Well, I don't, I don't know that Kyrie was addressing you specifically in that soundbite, but there's a lot of people in the media that are like, ha, 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 what happened? You know what I mean? So and, and I don't think it's that unrealistic for them to be like, yeah, people didn't like us. There, There is a certain amount of unlikability to that Nets team. Yeah, they're hard to root for, but they are good content. I would think most media members would say, Who's going to give you content? Stories. There's always something there. And they certainly will. I'd love to have the Lakers still around. Great content there. But 
you know, do we root against super teams? I guess we do. It feels like that's a, a built-in aversion that you have to, well, you didn't do it the right way. You know, when, when, when KD joined Golden State, all of a sudden Golden State did not become a, a fun story. Hey, that was all homegrown. Oh, he brought in KD. Yes, he. And especially the, you know, super team guy that, you know, won with LeBron, then blew up the Celtics somehow, then went to the Nets and messed everything up there because he wouldn't get the vaccine. Like, there's a million storylines where people are, are on Kyrie. Yeah, and rightfully so, because he's saying, well, you know, we were tired at the end of the year. Well, you shouldn't be. Uh, we weren't able to gel. It's because of you. So those are things I have problems with. But it just feels like there was always something with Kyrie. And Kyrie, you know, taking ownership of you, do, you really helped derail this season. Now, maybe the experts or analysts don't want to be wrong. And a lot of people thought, well, the Nets are going to win it all. Like the Nets barely got into the postseason, but Vegas had them as the favorite still. And I kept thinking, do they watch them play? And I don't know how good the Celtics are. They were a great story, great turnaround. Since first week of January, nobody better. Uh, you know, they, they won the first round series against a damaged Nets team. I don't know what that team is going to be like. Uh, do I want to sign up for Kyrie long-term? I don't, but I don't know what Brooklyn's options are. Philadelphia's got to decide what they want to do with James Hart. At least Kyrie can play at a really high level still. Uh, I don't know if James Harden can. And I thought this was interesting. Uh, a, a comment that was made about uh, Joel Embiid had this to say about James Harden and getting him motivated. You know, I've been saying all season since he got here, you know, he just needs to be aggressive and he, he needs to be himself. Um, you know, that's you know, that's not really my job. Um, you know, that's probably on coach uh, to, you know, talk to him and tell him to, you know, take more shots, uh, especially if they're going to guard me the way they've been guarding. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's really not my job. <laughs> Could you imagine at any point, in James Harden's career that somebody would have to say, yeah, somebody got to motivate him to take more shots. <laughs> yes. He'd. But it's also tough because the dude has just been cold as you wouldn't believe. I mean, telling the guy who's four of 11, like, what are you doing? Keep shooting. It, it feels weird. Yes, but I still have to have him shoot because <laughs> yeah. your, your best player has a, a fractured thumb. Right, right. You have to shoot. Harden took 11 shots. Like he takes, he takes eleven in the first quarter. I, he just needs to get in shape. He got to decide if he wants to be a great player, like an all-time player, not just one of the great regular season players of all time, because that's what he is. He's a mystery. He's a disappointment in the postseason. He doesn't come up big, and he, this is when they. I mean, if Embiid doesn't hit that shot in the previous game. I mean, this is a different different series. Philly could be bounced after the first round. I mean, it's 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 that tenuous here. Yeah, Marsh. And so, if they lose, does Doc go to the Lakers? Coming up next, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that your Sports Center tease? It was another show on another network, but yes. Okay, it'd be uh, Greeny on Get Up. Undis. Oh, undisputed. Undisputed. What does LeBron think of Doc coming up next? Oh, okay. 
What did the Cowboys think about Doc? <laughs> what did the Cowboys think of Doc Rivers coaching the Lakers? And, and will Coach K be on the bench as well? That's next. Now you don't want Coach K in there. He doesn't. He doesn't get clicks. Now you want to go LeBron, if Doc Rivers, the Cowboys, and somehow Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Marv. I was going Brady also. Oh, Tom Brady. Mm, okay. Does Tom Brady wish he was still in Boston to watch these Celtics? Mm. Yeah, you got to get clicks there. All right, so uh, that was the NBA last night. You know, it was six years ago tonight. I don't know how you're going to celebrate, but it was six years ago tonight. Draft. Laramie Tunsil came into the draft as the top offensive lineman out of Ole Miss. Going to be a top 10 pick. And then all of a sudden, prior to... The start of the draft, 10 minutes before, we're watching as there was a video that was leaked. His Instagram, social media was hacked. And he's in an apartment while he's still in college. And he's got a mask on, like he's a, a fighter pilot. And uh, it's a bong that, I, I guess that's what it is. So nobody, the, the guys who were hosting the draft didn't even know this was going on. We did, and we're thinking, oh, my God, this guy's going to get drafted. Does he know that his social media has been hacked? Then his agent has to call the teams, and then he, he drops to the Dolphins, I think, at 13. And, you know, teams, Tennessee took a tackle. One other team was looking at taking a tackle. Baltimore, they passed on Laramie Tunsil after this. So he lost some money. I mean, it's similar of sorts to uh, – uh, who was the uh, no, Warren Sapp? Warren Sapp dropped too uh, years ago. But but Tunsil, we saw something play out live, and it's one of those where you're going, this can't be happening. And then he meets with the media afterwards, and it's like, hey, how do you feel? And he's like, great, you know, you know, walking across the stage, shaking the commissioner's hand. I'm going to the Dolphins, and then no, no, how do you feel about the video coming out of you with a a mask that uh, you're taking bong hits out of. <laughs> uh, said he was hacked. That, that didn't that didn't explain that you still have a mask on taking bong hits. Like, yeah, I got hacked. Wait, were you, were you wearing a mask taking bong hits? When, well, yeah, but I got hacked. When he takes that mask off, and he <laughs> he's big smile. The, like, is the best yeah. man. I'm like, I love this dude, man. <laughs> What a wild moment. He had a bigger smile on his face with that bong hit than he did getting drafted by the Dolphins. Sure did. Yes, Todd. So when we get to pick 13, oh, does everybody no. take a bong hit uh, if you're of an appropriate okay. age? Right. Is that the way to celebrate? No. no we shouldn't do that. Yeah, we shouldn't. You're not endorsing. No, we should not. No, we should not. No. Yes, Paul. I just went, went back and watched a clip, and the NFL Network, Rich Eisen is sitting there announcing it. He goes, I don't know if Laramie Tunsil knows what's going on around him right now because he's sitting there without a phone in his hand yeah. and his agent has left the table to go do his work and talk to the teams. It's a wild scene. I think I text Rich Eisen that night just to say, you know, have you, have you seen the video of Laramie Tunsil? Because you're watching and you keep waiting for the mothership or NFL Network to, to all of a sudden say, uh, hey, there's this video out. We knew it before those covering the draft did. And then you wondered where he was going to go. That was six years ago tonight. Since then, Tunsil was in Miami. Then he went to Houston. And the Dolphins, I think, are still getting draft picks from Houston for uh, Laramie Tunsil, who's turned out to be a good player. 
but he should have gone higher. Oh, bloop, 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 bloop. thank you, Todd. You get three. Thank you. Three. Yeah, three's good. All right. Thank Strong. you. Yes, Paulie. Uh, some teams, they, do you think if it happened now, it would be Ooh. A, like if it happened Thursday night to a draftee? Okay. The, Not marijuana, as big a deal. Yeah. It, it'd be almost comedy more than real reaction. Yeah. Do you remember when I had a source, how many years ago is this, where I told you that uh, I, I was hearing that the players were going to say to the owners that we'll let you test for HGH if you basically get rid of testing for marijuana. And I, I remember when I had that, that because HGH has been and probably still is very prevalent in the NFL. Uh, and I go back to the plane trip I took with uh, a guy who said that, I don't know what the number was, 70% of his teammates probably on HGH. But the fact that they would, hey, you can test us for HGH, just let us have our pot. And I think the NFL has come a long way in how they view that now. And I don't know if it – now, if that's a quarterback, then it's different. If, if all of a sudden one of these quarterbacks who could be taken in the first round takes off a, a mask after doing bong hits and you go, that's not the guy that I want on my team. I mean, Laramie Tunsil's an offensive lineman. All right, I'm okay with that. You know, he's not dealing with uh, heavy machinery like a quarterback is. But if that would happen Thursday night, probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. All right. Our good buddy, Nick Wright from uh, Fox Sports First Things First, will join us coming up next year. Dan Patrick Show. M Drive. M Drive. If you take your health seriously and you want to stay active, as you get older, it gets harder to do that. That's why I take M-Drive. Supplements for driven guys refuse to let age slow them down. M-Drive is a supplement uh, that you can take every single day. If you're busy, it's hard to stay on top of your diet. If you're gaining weight, that's why M-Drive Lean is there for, uh, for you. The first of its kind protein powder, and uh, it'll actually help you lose weight. M-Drive Lean is backed by science, can, uh, contains a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. It's quick and easy addition to your daily routine. Put it in your fruit smoothie, as I do. Tastes way better than most protein powders. You'll find M-Drive Lean at mdrivedan.com. Get 20% off your first order. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. If you're not happy after 60 days, you can get your money back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. mdrivedan.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. IndyCar's month of May kicks off in Barber. Then the countdown is on to the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indy 500, Sunday at 1 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Seton, what's the poll question? And did uh, we change it in hour two or hour three? Well, we've actually had two poll questions going for most of the show. Oh, okay. Double dipping. Yeah, yeah. We're double dipping today. Uh, Would you rather miss the playoffs or get swept in the first round? (laughs) But this is interesting because 65% of our Twitter audience says miss the playoffs, whereas the DanPatrick.com poll question, that audience, 50-50. Well, let me ask Nick Wright that. First things first, co-host on Fox Sports 1. Would you rather be the Lakers or the Nets? Well, those are two different questions. I think making the playoffs is better than missing the playoffs. However, I'd rather be the Lakers than the Nets because the Lakers, you at least had time to process that this was going to be a disaster. The Nets were the Vegas favorites to win the conference 14 days ago. The Nets had many of our colleagues buying into this nonsense is five days ago. So the Nets are a bigger failure, a bigger disappointment. But I, I, they did, you know, so, so the Nets, it was worse, but in the vagaries of missed the playoffs or get swept in round one, I'd rather get swept in round one. I'd like to get there. It's similar to I'd rather, you know, make the finals and lose than lose before the finals and then say, oh, never lost. You know, but that's about a different guy. <laughs> uh, I'll get to more NBA. We, we were talking about six years ago tonight, uh, it was uh, what Laramie Tunsil 
with the mask, oh, yeah. the bong hit yes, mask. Bong. Yeah. yeah. And I was wondering what it would be like to, you know, Thursday night, if that would happen. Like six years later, how do you think we would view, you know, let's say, I don't want to say a quarterback because we view a quarterback differently, but let's say it's an offensive lineman and that video came out. How do you think the media? I don't think it'd be viewed that differently. Today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, he I dropped. Mean, because, yeah, I think he'd drop again today. I, I think I think there because there were so many. It wasn't just the gas mask bong. It was that it was from his Twitter account, and it's like, wait, he's being extorted. Oh, this seems messy and scary. Yeah, I don't think. Listen, I understand that in most municipalities that are listening right now, you can smoke a joint on the street these days. I still feel like there is still a bit of a, uh, you know, some some social mores where it hasn't been fully accepted. Like you on your show, Dan. You guys have drank beers. I know you have. I've seen you do it. Would you Would you ever smoke a joint on the air? I don't think you would. Even if you were, I don't know if you're a weed smoker or not. But regardless, like I still think there is there is still some stigma attached to it. I think he'd still drop quite a bit. Yeah, I just, I just don't see that happening now um, as much because the NFL has relaxed its standards or whatever on, on marijuana. Um, so I... I mean, they don't yeah, really but care I, about these players. I don't really think they he dropped because people were like, oh, he's a pothead. I think he dropped because they were like, ah, character issues, bad judgment, who's surrounding him. And I think those same things, like, let me put it like this. There's not a lot of stigma, I don't think, surrounding uh, consensual sex between adults. But if on draft night, somebody's Twitter posted a sex video of themselves, I think they dropped. I think it'd be like, oh, we're worried he's going to be having sex. I think it'd be like, well, what the hell's going on here? So, so I just, I'm looking at it differently. Fair point. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, uh, listen, I, you bring me no, here no, for hard truths. I, I thought we were ranking players in NBA history. Instead, we're talking, you made me talk about sex videos. Yeah, you don't need to say hard truth. Um, the Nets situation, as they yeah. move forward, you got yeah. the, the Kyrie, you know, Max deal, uh, ben yeah. Simmons, uh, Katie getting older and, and did look a little older with the younger guys in oh, Boston. Did. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy for Kyrie, by the way. <laughs> Worst year of his professional life, and he gave himself a raise and a promotion. How about that? <laughs> Ky- Kyrie asked after the game, Kyrie signs in Boston, he's making around $34 million a year. A year into it, he's like, by the way, I'm co-head coach. It's like Steve Nash is here, but I'm kind of the coach. KD's kind of the coach. A year later, he's like, okay, today, this year I barely showed up for work. I was terrible in the postseason. Here's what I've decided. I'm going to make about $45 million a year, and I'm co-general manager. I'm going to build the roster with Joe Sy and Sean Marks. This dude is delusional, man. Delusional. I'll ask your audience. Put this on your poll question. What's your favorite Kyrie Irving playoff moment that doesn't involve LeBron James? Oh, wait. Yeah. I think it's in round one stomping on that stupid leprechaun. I think that's as good as it's ever gotten for him. But they're stuck with him. They got to pay him this money. Yeah, I, I, I feel, I mean, I, I feel terribly for Durant. I mean, I, I, I do and I don't, but yeah, I mean, they're screwed. I mean, they are screwed, man. Like really, what choice do you have? You can't let them walk. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, they'll sign him and then trade him. I reported nine months ago, and I was correct on it, that when the Nets were considering trading Kyrie, 
he made it very clear. He said, you trade me if you want, but I'll retire. That kind of hurts your trade market. So what are you going to do? I, I know uh, our colleague Stephen A. has been saying he would pay him the max for only one year at a time. Kyrie ain't going to take a one-year deal. Hmm. I mean, kind of like they – listen. and by the way, now that he's co-GM, I think he negotiates with himself. <laughs> I think he says, Kyrie, open your third eye. What contract would you like? He's like, ah, three years plus player option of the max. Like, you know what, guy? I think we can do that. Hope to show up for more than 30 games. So what do you do with Ben Simmons? Feels like you're stuck with him as well. Oh, boy. All right, can I – I don't know if this is a defense of Ben Simmons. Can I Can I soft launch a take? Sure. I believe Ben Simmons' back is truly hurt, and I believe he didn't suffer a back injury. I think we know enough about the mind. Psychosomatic. Yes, stress and anxiety can cause ulcers, can cause back pain, among other things. So I don't, this idea he's faking an injury, I do not buy it. I believe that his back hurts, that he feels like he has an injury, but I also don't think he ever suffered an injury. Does that, does that make sense? And I don't think that's like a, a scurrilous allegation. It's the only thing that tracks to me. I do think he wants to play basketball at some point, but I think he's so deep in his own head, I think it scares him. And I think it is causing the back pain. I just think the Nets handled it so poorly. Instead of having one voice, and Steve Nash should have said at every press conference, Ben is not playing. Ben is not playing. Now, Ben didn't help out by saying, you know, I can't play in game three, but, you know, I, there's a reasonable chance I could play in game four. It, it, you know, one voice. Because it then was- you're not sure... Who's telling you the truth and and who's not? I didn't have a lot of sympathy for Nash this year because I thought he did a truly terrible job. Um, But in this one, I feel terribly for him. The hell is he supposed to do? And Nash was pretty consistent with it. But then Woger Shams would be like, hey, Ben Simmons targeting this date, targeting that date. (laughs) Be like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, Yeah, that's a mess. Um, So I don't know. I mean, who would leak that? I missed the full year. Who would leak that, Nick? To... I have a theory. I have another theory. Oh, boy. This is, okay, you know what? My true north is take integrity, even if this gets me some angry texts. I don't know this, and I can't prove this, obviously. I wonder if people close to Ben were trying to add pressure in a positive way to get him on the court. Does that make sense? Yeah. That if that if it's okay, he might play, he might not play. We think he should play. We think it's good for him to play. If we if we help put out there, oh, there is a date that maybe that will get him on the court, and that's his get back on the horse moment, and then his career can finally turn the page. Because the reason this is such a disaster is even if he plays game one of next year, so many of these questions and concerns are going to come back the moment the playoffs start. Because his last moment in the play, he didn't get 10 minutes in these playoffs. His last moment in the playoffs was the worst moment in his professional life. It's not great. Yeah, I mentioned that yesterday, that maybe somebody was trying to not goad him into playing, but trying to push him into, come on, let's go. Let's, yeah. let, let's get back on the horse here. And Like I did with the, with the dinner invites. Just keep subtly bringing yes. it up until you feel obligated to eventually do it. Yeah, it's exactly that strategy. But my back was hurting when we went to dinner. I know as well. Yeah, I, I know you self-medicated too, buddy. But I mean, I, my God, but, I didn't get a sip of that wine. But I do. <laughs> I, I do make my free throws. 
you do make your free throws. Can I ask you a question? I don't know how much time we have, um, but I really, I, I, I have two Kevin Durant questions. Okay. For you. All right. Has Kevin Durant ever been the best player in basketball? And if so, when? I've said no. I get, okay. I get into this discussion with Doug Gottlieb. Gottlieb is like. KD oh my is, God, Gottlieb! He's been the best player for six years. I know. And oh I, my God, it's so stupid. And I said to him, I, they're, they're, no, LeBron has always been better than Kevin Durant. So last year, one could argue with LeBron getting hurt, not playing great in the playoffs, that Durant passed him. But then last year, Giannis passed them both. And 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 now it's Giannis. All right, here's the next question. Because here's the other thing. You know how much I care about ranking players. I feel like so. Bill Simmons, who cares even more about ranking players than me, and wrote one of the greatest books on basketball ever, and I have tremendous respect for it. He keeps just casually saying, KD is one of the 10 greatest players ever. I don't, not only do I not think that's right, I don't think, I don't think anyone actually thinks it if you name the names. So just walk with me here and stop me if there's anyone you think there's an argument KD's better than. LeBron, Kareem, Michael, Magic, Wilt, Russell. We're at six. Already off the top, no question. Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Larry Bird. We're at nine. To be top ten, you have to then be better than everyone else. I have not mentioned Akeem. I have not mentioned Shaq. I have not mentioned Dr. J. To me, those are three more clearly. Now we're at 12, and here's the other problem for KD. Is it ridiculous for me to say he's going to end up the fourth best of his era? LeBron? Giannis, Steph, Durant, like the post, like that. So to me, Katie's a hell of a lot closer to 20 all time than to 10. I didn't even mention Moses. I didn't mention Oscar or Jerry. Oscar and Jerry are tough. And they're so long ago. I'm not going to act like I, I watched them. Uh, but I don't think it, do, any of those names jump out to you as, oh, that's Nick. That's ridiculous. Durant's better than that. Guy. Um, I, I, well, I'd like to know who Bill Simmons is taking out of the top 10. That, yeah, I'd just be too. curious because at some point, now Simmons isn't taking Larry Bird out of there, but nope. but at some point, somebody's going to make a case for themselves that Larry Bird drops out of the top 10 all time. Uh, just because he didn't have longevity, he did have the, you know, the three MVPs, you know, but you might have Giannis. To- I think Giannis is going to replace him. Yeah. The, the, but right now, like, I think Larry is a strong nine. But if you're nine, you're holding on for dear life to that top ten. Yeah. I have Larry right ahead of Akeem and Shaq and Dr. J. What about, Dr. J gets screwed because nobody cares about the ABA. But he was so dominant. But go ahead. What about Steph Curry if Golden State wins a title this year? To me, Steph Curry yeah. would, would then, does he move ahead? I know people love to say he was never MVP of the, of the finals. I understand all that. But if he wins a title... Without KD, uh, do we then put him higher on that list? Yeah, I think if he wins the title this year, he jumps Moses and Dr. J. And I think you start having a real conversation. It's so funny. You couldn't have two more dissimilar players of him and Shaq. I've always been in the team, a slightly ahead of Shaq guy. Um, but then it's a real, like, Shaq and Steph couldn't be, you know, more diametrically opposed players. But I think it's a real conversation. They would have the same number of rings. I'm not count the rings guy. They would have gotten them very differently. Um, Shaq's all-time apex might be the highest. If you were to tell me one game to save your life, you get any player in league history at his apex, 
I think I might take Shaq over LeBron, Kareem, and Mike. Like Apex Shaq, I'm like, well, I'm getting 40 and 20 and 5, like guaranteed. But he just didn't wasn't there long enough. And Steph, it has to if the goal is winning, it has to be accounted for. This guy's the greatest teammate. This side of Tim Duncan, we've seen in 30 years that he welcomed Durant in, that he is now saying, I'll come off the bench when you need me. That like that stuff has to matter. Yeah, I, I still look at, you know, there there's certain guys that I look like uh, look at and say they're underrated. Like I think Elijah Wan is underrated. I I, I mean he's to me he's player ever. He's my favorite. Doesn't he he still leads in block shots all time? Of course. Yeah. He's up there in steals well, as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And people don't the thing is nobody knows. Dude went to the finals in eighty six. Nobody cares about that. Um lost to one of the greatest teams ever in the Celtics. And then the next year in the playoffs, averaged, I don't have it in front of me, but in a series they lost in the first round, averaged like 37 and 17 with four blocks a game. They lose in round one. Yeah. Akeem was, and it has to matter that for everyone's like, oh, Michael would have won eight. I don't buy that. <laughs> but there was an era of Barkley, Malone, Ewing, Robinson, you know, because Duncan wasn't there yet, All Peyton, Kemp, your buddy Reggie Miller, all these guys had two not there were one and a half non-Michael Jordan championships eligible for him. Young Shaq and Akeem got them both. That's got to matter. No, I, a dream is unbelievable, unbelievable, and the greatest defensive player other than Bill Russell in NBA history. And having been fortunate to to watch Dr. J in two ABA games, and I I remember that he played against Denver, and Denver had a great front line. But Dr. J was there's nobody like him. Like, it, but people can't see that. Like, you can people see some highlights. But oh my god! And he wasn't a great shooter, but he just he had this. You know, go back to the Portland series against Bill Walton. He was the best player. They should have given him the MVP of in a course. losing effort. And here's the thing about two things about Dr. J. Broussard brings this up all the time, and he's right. When the ABA and the NBA both existed and the ABA and the NBA would play each other in exhibitions. The ABA won two out of three. Ever So the, you could argue the ABA was tougher. He's the greatest player in ABA history. Then he goes to the NBA, and before he wins the title with Moses, he took the Sixers to three finals. Took the Sixers to three. Like, no, Dr. J, this, this, everyone just, it felt like three years ago, elevated Durant ahead of Dr. J, and it's just like pump the brakes a bit. A little, a little bit. I, I think we all thought it's just unbelievable to me. I was in person at Barclays to watch the greatest game Durant's ever played. 48, 17, and 10 with the Harden on one leg, no Kyrie, game five against Milwaukee. That's the last playoff game he won. That's tough. If I say in the last 20 years, you got one guy to start franchise with, and I remove LeBron. Giannis. Okay. Do you think he's going to be a top five player of all time? Well, the top five's hard. <laughs> no. I mean, top five is a tough one to crack because there's like, it's, you know, it's the four most important transcendent players in league history, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, and Michael. And then, you know, pick your pick, Wilt or Russell, whatever your flavor is. So I don't know if you want it. So you really only have, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be top five all time. I do think he's going to pass Kobe and Duncan and Bird. I think. I mean, I think he's going to win this year. 
I mean, he's unbelievable. I think that for the next eight years in the NBA, it's Giannis and Luka. And it's it's the 2020s version of Bird and Magic. It's not just because white, black, and east, west. But I, 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 Luka is, I, you know, I see... You know, I, I'm the man that said the Clippers could never make the conference finals with Kawhi and Paul George and that said the Nets could never make the conference finals. I'm also the man that said the Mavs are going to make the finals. You mark that down, Dan Patrick. This is Luka's 07 LeBron Oh, I know. Here. I know you've been, you've been big on him. they got to survive this series. Oh, it's over. It survive is? the series. I, by the way, I'm, I'm moving markets. The, <laughs> the Vegas has underpriced the Mavs consistently since Luka's been back. Yeah. And this morning, I log in. I'm like, oh. Dallas plus a point and a half. Well, that seems worth a maximum wager. Mentioned it on the show. Show ends. I look. Oh, Dallas minus one. <laughs> Old two and a half point line movement. Was there any news? No, no, no. 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 They saw your buddy Nick Wright put in a wager and they were like, oh boy, he's been killing us on the Lucas. It was Dallas minus three yesterday, Dan. Paid for a small midsize luxury sedan with that. I like that. And next right. meal on me. Oh yeah, Wagyu. Yeah. Oh boy, I've been I've been looking. <laughs> I've been looking. Uh, give my best to Wilds. Okay, I'll give my I'll give your best to everyone on my show yeah. since you liked all of us equally. I'll talk to you later. All See right, you, thank you, bud. That's Nick Wright, Bye. Fox uh, Sports. First things first. FS1. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. I think Bill Hader got the great show, Barry Fritzy does his, uh, not a Bill Hader impersonation. You do Don Pardo of Saturday Night Live. Bill Hader, musical guest Lizzo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Hader. All right. Reggie Miller will be on the program with us uh, tomorrow. Uh, this day in sports history, final results of the poll question. Paulie has a quick NBA quiz. And he is teasing me by saying he's got an unbelievable NFL question for tomorrow. I may be overselling it. Okay. I've got a draft-related NFL question I've never seen really discussed before. Okay. It's a two-parter, and that'll be on tomorrow's show. Okay. Wow. And it's very, very tough to answer. Okay. All right. The uh, quick NBA quiz. Well, unfortunately, I don't have the results yet for the, the quiz, but how many NBA, based off Giannis, how many NBA players in history before the age of 28 have two MVPs, league MVPs? And a finals MVP and a defensive player of the year award. Oh, I, I think. Did Bill Russell have? We're checking. No, no, because I don't think Russell was ever MVP. Yeah, because you've got to be both league I don't MVP, think so. finals MVP, and defensive MVP, which is the top. Because Larry Bird would be there because Larry had the MVP. He doesn't have the defensive. No, no. Elijah Wan is has the defensive. Yeah. But he didn't have titles before. Yeah, Marv. I think Bill Russell was MVP like five times. Oh, was he? Mm -hmm. I think Jordan had – I don't know if – Jordan didn't have a title before age 28, though. I don't think. I'm almost sure he didn't. Yeah, probably so. But we're trying to find out if anyone's got Giannis's resume before 28. Yeah. I I thought – I remember having a stat a while ago after he won the uh, title – and then it was something about having two titles, uh, two, L, uh, two MVPs. Uh, Kareem had a title in Milwaukee. When did he win his first title? How old was he when he won his second title, uh, his first in L.A.? 
because he would have been MVP twice by then. Yeah, he has. He's, Kareem, I think, had four MVPs before, three MVPs before age 28, I think. Yeah. I don't know if they did Defensive Player of the Year back then. I don't I, know if that was an award. I don't think they did. He would have. That seems like a guy would have won it as well. How many MVPs did Bill Russell win? You know, for, I'm going to say five. Wow. Man, that's embarrassing that I'm wondering if he had won the MVP. It's, you know, he never had good stats. That, like, Wilt always had better numbers. And if it's regular season, you know, Russell was playing for the better team. Yeah, Seaton. I have multi time winners here with Kareem at six. Bill Russell's got five. Jordan's yeah. got five. Wow. Yeah, Paul. Do you think guys like Bill Russell won the MVP because they voted after the finals were over? Because that was, if, pro- I'm guessing that's how he won is because I don't have that there was a finals MVP award. Well, no, it, Jerry West won a finals MVP when they lost to the Celtics in, I think, 69. I think that's when it changed because I think in the early part of Bill Russell's career, there was just league MVP. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know, Bill Russell was, you know, this mythical figure. Uh, like, nobody knows that he wasn't a good, you know, shooter, free throw shooter. He was just a winner. And, and there's something to be said for that, that he loved. He came alive in big games. He, he, he showed up in big games. But, I mean, Wilt's regular season numbers were crazy. But what Giannis is doing should not be overlooked, underrated. At age 27. And that willingness, I know I, I keep saying this, but it's just I've been around sports for over 50 years. And when you want to be great every single year and improve, and you could see Giannis, like he wants to be great. And, and, he, and he's a team player. Like he does, he came up big last year, made his free throws. I mean, he's a guy that I root for. I just, I, I love the personality. I, I love that attitude that he has of wanting to be great. This day in sports history, do you have anything quickly? I, I don't right now. Oh. Red Orbach retired as the head coach of the Boston Celtics on this day in 1966. Uh, Nolan Ryan had his 12th one-hitter. You can talk about his no-hitters. He had 12 one-hitters. <laughs> Sounds like Laramie Tunsil. Oh, Whoa. come on, man. Uh, what'd you learn today, Todd? According to Kyrie Irving, it appears circumstances and situations <laughs> were among those that didn't step up for the Nets this season, why they got swept by the Celtics. That'd be great if you had two guys in their uniform, the name on the back was circumstances and situation. <laughs> what did I learn today, Todd? Chris Sims thinks the Falcons at eight should consider a QB, maybe Corral or Willis, not Pickett. Prices soaring at the pump. Discover has your back with cash back. Discover, you earn... cash back at gas stations and Target now through June. Learn more. Discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we put an end to this Tuesday show. Stiefel is here to help you. We all have different ideas about success, and we achieve it at different times in different ways. And now if you thought about retirement or changing jobs, maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. And retirement's a big deal, a huge step, can't make mistakes, and you shouldn't have to do it alone. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients just like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. And as a client, 
You have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L. Stiefel.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts